If you come across anything that slows you down, call the traffic hotline 402-479-1414. Keeping you moving with Time Saver Traffic, I'm Chris Lofgren. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard to the Thursday edition. It's the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, it is 5.07 on Thursday, January 4th. Hey, we're ripping into this new year. Uh, it's already Thursday. And uh, so coming up in just a second on today's show, it is it is the Lincoln Business Roundtable. And joining us for his inaugural visit to the station, uh, Mr. Luke Peltz, uh, Vice President of Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, will join us in just a second. Uh, yeah, truth over tribalism, principles over partisanship, Five days a week, if they'll give us five days a week. Uh, we didn't have five. We only have four this week. But we're going to make the best uh, as we can of these four days. And uh, But uh, before we go any further, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny, welcome aboard. Dan, <clears throat> excuse me. Dan, you always say Fridays is the entertaining part of the week. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Thursdays hits, hits me in a good way, too. Nice. Like, I mean, just staying informed and it could be entertaining in itself just knowing what's going on in Lincoln with Lincoln Business Roundtables. Count me in again today. Okay. Appreciate that very much. Yeah. Educate, inform, entertain. Yeah. And coming up tomorrow, it is Friday, the Friday Afternoon Club. And Chef Kevin Shin will be joining us as always. And so, yeah, tune in for that. Well, it is uh, uh, it is Thursday, and uh, each Thursday we welcome the business community into the studio and uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. We talk about uh, the newsmakers, the thought leaders, people that make a difference in our business community. And, and, and I see Luke Peltz so often, I had forgotten that this is Luke's first time on the show. So Luke Peltz, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Yeah, happy to be here, Dan. Looking, yeah. looking forward to the, the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And Luke is the vice president of uh, the Lincoln uh, Partnership for Economic Development, uh, known as LPED, uh, here in the in the business community, and so Luke, uh, because this is your and, and and I'm sorry, we've had some of your compatriots on uh, on the show, uh, some of your uh, coworkers, but this is your first uh, time, so welcome aboard. Tell our listeners a little bit about Luke Peltz. Yeah, so uh, I've been at the Partnership for Economic Development for about 10 years, um, just over 10 years. Uh, Prior to that, I was actually at the State Department of Economic Development. And economic development is definitely an interesting uh, industry sector to work in. Um, How I got really involved into it was back when I was in the University of Nebraska, I was actually an intern for the uh, the State Department of Economic Development. Nice. Graduated, moved away, and uh, was a boomerang. Came nice. back and uh, started back up at the state. So, um, yeah, been been in the partnership for ten years. Uh, it's we've seen some extreme growth here in the community. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you guys do great. And and for our listeners, just to remind our listeners, I know we've talked about this before on the air. Uh, the partnership. What the partner? You're. It's a pri- private public partnership. Uh, explain. Explain that. Yeah, so we have a contract with the city of Lincoln uh, to basically do things, all things economic development related. And as part of that contract, we actually raise uh, over over the same amount that, that's given uh, from our private sector. So a lot of our businesses are on our board and, and providing input on, on uh, what we're doing from a program of work standpoint. 
so yeah, that's the public-private partnership. Um, we are housed within the Chamber of Commerce, um, along with Visit Lincoln as well. So that allows us to share employees. Um, so it's we're we're cost-effective on on all of that. So absolutely, yeah. Well, that's why I have. Uh, all of the umbrella organizations under uh, the Chamber of Commerce on the show every Thursday because uh, I just think it's so important that we're a growing city, we're a thriving city, and, and one of the keys to that is the work that you all do. Uh, and, and certainly the work that you do at LPED is, is part of that. It's important. So uh, so anyway, welcome aboard. We'll do this on a regular basis, and, and uh, so I appreciate it very much. Well, um, one of the exciting projects uh, that you guys work on is Launch LNK, and you've got some applications uh, that are due uh, just in a few days. So uh, tell our listeners what Launch LNK is all about. Yeah, so first off, January 8th, so Monday, applications close for Launch LNK. And what Launch LNK is is a $20,000 grant for an early stage startups. So anything that can be scalable uh, is is what we're looking at investing in. Um, it's a we don't take an equity stake, so it's a twenty thousand dollar grant. We help make connections, mentors, all of that. We actually also have some legal services tied to it, so creating a business, an LLC, whatever that might look like. Um, we created this program internally uh, back in two thousand eighteen. Um, we've continue to grow it um, every year. We've invested in uh, 24 companies in those uh, six years now. Wow. Um, and those companies have actually went on to raise $92 million in outside capital, um, which is very significant considering when we're investing in these companies, it's a small operation at that point. It might be even be just an idea. Um, one of the big ones was Basic Block. They actually raised about seventy-eight million. Wow! Um, but if you take that away, still, it's it's significant amounts of dollars, and it's just going to continue to grow. Uh, most of those companies are still operational, which is great. Um, once again, because it's an early stage company, there's there's a lot of volatility there. That's for sure. You want to talk about some of the uh, some of the businesses that were part of the twenty twenty three cohort, and maybe talk about some of the successes and some of the. Uh, I know there are some really unique and interesting businesses that you guys helped uh, uh, in 2023. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and all of us, uh, you know, for to relate to, everyone's uh, anticipating the next huddle, right? Because huddle was birthed here in, uh, here in Lincoln, uh, obviously, and uh, a couple college guys at the UNL. And, and the next thing you know, uh, it's a worldwide organization with a huge headquarters in downtown Lincoln. So, Yeah, yeah. So in, in 2023, um, we actually had 70 applicants uh, apply for the Launch LNK grant, which is awesome. Wow. But it's also... It stinks because we only had money to, to, to fund five. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping uh, for, for more applicants this year. We actually expanded it out to six businesses that we'll be funding. But uh, in, the, in the 23 cohort, uh, Bovi was one of the companies. Um, they use remote sensing technology to help ag lenders assess and audit asset quality quickly and efficiently. 
And I assume that uh, were these associated then with the university at all? Uh, there's there's ties with the university. Yeah. Um, some of them are still university students. Yeah. Uh, we work closely with uh, Nebraska Innovation Campus, the Combine, all all of those entities. We got we have a really strong strong ecosystem here. So there and there was four other businesses. Curbside um, is is a HIPAA. Uh, it's in the HIPAA industry. Uh, Nave Analytics is uh, data enabled digital tools for ag professionals. Um, you'll notice ag is is a big big thing uh, being an ag state. Sure, ag state and a land grant uh, institu- uh, university uh, that focuses on research with agriculture. So yeah, very important yeah. to our community. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and so uh, you're anticipating. Uh, I assume uh, how many have applied so far, and the deadline is Monday. You're anticipating uh, how many? Um, I, I'd like to beat our goal of last year. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to have more applicants than that. Um, let's be honest. Uh, the entrepreneurs and, and startup ecosystem, uh, they su- tend to wait till the last minute. So <laughs> I, I think we'll see a s- big surge at the end, uh, right right before we close the applications. Yeah. And and so what's that process like of you choosing uh, those? You say, Did you say five or six? It'll be six It'll this be year. six, yep. yeah. So we'll, we'll review the applications. Um, we'll actually have uh, kind of some internal teams uh, get it down from the 60 70 number to to a more manageable 15 maybe 20 interviews uh and we'll interview them in person kind of learn more about their business what what they're wanting to do and then we'll have uh the our startup ecosystem help kind of pick those those uh the winners or the cohort for for 2024 and is there any industries that you're looking for or uh how do you, how do you make some of those decisions of who there's in. yeah it's it's really just anything that can be scalable okay. um so it, we've we've invested in in a clothing company before we've invested in a drink company we've invested in uh platforms for for lending that type of deal so yeah. it's 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 all all types um we're open to anything we have flexibility yeah. is, is a great thing yeah and so then once those grants are made is what's that relation do you continue the relationship what's that like oh 100 yeah. percent um in the grant there's there's certain milestones that need okay. to be hit um okay. and then that's when the funds will be released but all along we're keeping in touch with them helping make those connections across the community uh making uh connections with the legal services all, all of that and, and wanting to keep up to date and when they start growing how do we help get you people um so then we could tie into our talent uh, our workforce team Absolutely. at LPED as well. So it kind of comes full circle. Well, I I have a passion for the startup community because I office down at Fuse Coworking and a lot of uh, a lot of those folks uh, office uh, out of Fuse and so I get to see uh, that's what keeps me young, Luke, is <laughs> I get to see uh, these young and they don't have to necessarily be young entrepreneurs. There's entrepreneurs my age. I still consider myself an entrepreneur and so it's it's fun, it's exciting and it's uh, it's an important uh, component of what you guys do so that's cool yes we're, we're super excited about it that's cool well hey let's take this little break and come back and continue our conversation with luke peltz from lincoln partnership for economic development come on back you're listening to the dan parsons show on 1499.3 klim and welcome back to the Thursday edition, the Lincoln Business Roundtable, where we invite the business leaders, uh, uh, the movers and shakers, the people that make a difference in our business community. And we're chatting with Luke Peltz 
Vice President of Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development. And after the break, uh, please hang on. This is going to be a fascinating guest, uh, Bo Jones, who's the CEO of Trade Games, uh, and also the CEO of True Built Construction here in town. And uh, Trade Games is a startup that's uh, been around for a little while now that we're going to talk with Bo about. And uh, so anyway, hang on for that. But Luke, um, uh, I know that you guys do a lot of work with the manufacturing industry uh, here in the city, which is so important uh, to our capital city. So talk a little bit about uh, what you what services you provide uh, with the manufacturing uh, industry. Yeah, so, so pre-pandemic, we actually, uh, some local manufacturers got together and said, we need people. I mean, we've, we've known that for a while, and they just, they needed entry level all the way up to experience. Um, they said they would train them on, on the job as well, um, so we can take people. And, and so what was created was the Lincoln uh, Manufacturing Council, um, where essentially three manufacturing companies got together and wrote some curriculum uh, to, to upskill or reskill individuals that have never been in manufacturing huh. before. So they're taking individuals with zero manufacturing experience um, in our level one class and uh, ha- have a six-week class where they meet once a week for about two and a half hours. We provide meals, um, transportation, uh, child care if needed, um, basically trying to reduce any barrier that they might be facing um, and trying to get them into a manufacturing career um, where they have a more stable type of uh, workload um, possibly benefits, um, all of that increase in wages. So we, we did that pre-pandemic. Pandemic hit, and it was a little difficult to, to do it via Get people Zoom. together. Yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as we kind of rolled out of the pandemic, we've seen some significant strides in it, and we were actually uh, able to get some grant funding from the city uh, via ARPA to basically expand the programming. So uh, we we had level one, and now we're, we're, we're into a level two where we have – people that have shown aptitude in on the floor um we partnered with southeast community college yes. on uh, on a level two and still provide the stipends um for for those classes as well uh, that's amazing and so you take them through that classes and actually then uh some of those manufacturers will take those people and employ them yeah yeah and once they so for level one class for example after the six week um class we we provide a job shadow at our local manufacturing companies and once they apply at at a manufacturing company we actually give a stipend as well um so so, i'm sorry to back up so no cost to that training for those individuals no nope no cost no bear we're trying to reduce all the barriers that's cool and upon completion um applying for a job uh it's a 250 dollars stipend so you know, 2023, um, level one class, we actually had 65 no um, participants in our in our classes throughout the year, and just over two-thirds of them completed everything and, and applied for a job, so are now employed That's at, great. at uh, our local manufacturing companies. And this type of program wouldn't be able to, to happen if you didn't have the input from our local manufacturers. Yeah, n- name some of those leaders. So, yeah, yeah, so it, it, it started with uh, TMCO, yep. Bison, and, yeah. and Kawasaki. Yeah, um, makes sense. Those, those were the, the, the tri-chairs, and now it's expanded out to, to almost 18 uh, businesses across awesome. the community. Because yeah. it, it's a need. It's a need that we've always uh, had here. Um, we've always needed more, more workers, um, more uh, entry level, all the way up to, to the experienced uh, folks. Um, so we're, we're helping 
help, hoping to fill that need. Um, and then the uh, opportunity with the ARPA grant funding allowed us to to scale it even more. Um, and I assume some of those people uh, may have some language barriers, and so you're you're helping with that as well. Because I, you know, our vibrant immigrant uh, community here in Lincoln, uh, I suspect that that's uh, hopefully helpful. Oh, for sure. We actually did a class um, with the Ukrainians that, yeah. that were here, um, taught the class in in their native language, um, and plan on doing something similar again, uh, partnering with uh, Lincoln Literacy uh, throughout this year. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely a population that that they want to work, um, yeah. and and we're going to try and get them to work, um, but by getting them through this program, that that fills my heart. I mean that that is the positive, uh, uplifting uh, uh, portion of uh, of the immigration challenge that we have in this country and it's always we always hear the negative side of that and uh, this is the positive uplifting side of that is people that uh, have come to america to better their lives and uh, brought their families and uh, they're hard-working folks that want to continue to thrive and here we are uh... using private funds and public funds to help those folks uh, find jobs and and fulfill fill those jobs that uh... that we need help with uh, yeah. from those manufacturers so that's that's encouraging yeah it's, yeah. it's exciting we're, we're super proud of the program and uh... look to to do even more in in two thousand twenty four specifically around level two class where we hope to uh... increase the frequency we, frequency of that as well so the level two is a different skill set so yeah it's it's more um somebody that has a little more experience either they went through level one or okay. they are currently employed in the manufacturer and has shown that aptitude um there's it's a little more intense there's there's three different modules uh industrial math print reading and measurement oh wow um and so that's in, done in partnership with uh southeast community college um we have two-hour classes two times a week um, that that we do and and as they go through it same kind of criteria they, they'll they child care meals transportation wow. if, if need be so once again trying to reduce barriers um, you know that that they're facing and trying to get them upskilled to to increase their wages um, at, at their current facility or if they're not employed to get them employed because um, once again we have over 15 uh, manufacturers that kind of will recognize this certificate. Um, and so if any of our listeners out there are saying, oh my gosh, I've got a neighbor I know or a cousin, uh, how can people find out more about the program? Yeah, you can uh, find, well, the Lincoln Manufacturing Council, you can just Google that. It, it pops up right away. Or on the Select Lincoln website, um, it's on the top menu there as well, and, and there's there's uh, information on there to, to follow through with. Cool. Cool. Um, in a few minutes that we have left, Luke, I wanted to ask you about your travel schedule. <laughs> I know that you get to travel uh, from time to time uh, because uh, you're looking for people to bring back uh, to our hometown to uh, to build businesses and in uh, those opportunities. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So in in 23, um, the the big highlight trip that that we went on, Jason Jason Ball actually went on um, a trip to Tokyo yeah. um, with Governor Pillen. Uh, we met with uh, Kawasaki, Kawasaki executives there. Obviously, Kawasaki has a major presence here. Um, so we we thank them for, for their continued support and investment into Lincoln. Um, also met with Mitsubishi Heavy Industries um, in, when, while we were there. So that was, that was a big trip. Um, for kind of more regional types, types of trips, we 
tend to go to um, a, an event called site location partnership. So if you think about when companies are looking at sites across the country, a lot of times they hire like a site selector or a okay. consultant to okay. send out the RFP sure. um, to basically keep the company's name out of the news so they, they use a third party. So um, we tendency to go to, to Chicago and Atlanta where a lot of site selectors are, are okay. based and we'll we'll travel to those and and just make sure that we're bringing Lincoln up to them as much as we can. So it's when about they get those to, relationships, it right? Is, it Building really is. those relationships yeah. and, and having been in the industry now for quite a while, you probably have pretty good Rolodex. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely grown over the years, um, and there's still a lot of the familiar faces. But it's it's just getting that FaceTime with those individuals. And anytime we're in Chicago, we're making sure that we're having lunch or breakfast or or dinner with with some of those site selectors. Um, and and Atlanta is another really strong area as well that we we tend to go to. And, and speaking of uh, big projects uh, that you have to sign NDAs for, what's the latest on Google? We can finally say <laughs> the word out loud. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, 2017 was when we uh, unveiled that project. Um, I, I responded to an RFP. Um, they just filed a, uh, I believe it's the largest building permit in in the city of Lincoln. Uh, it was 416 million last wow. Friday. So, wow. um, super excited about that. You know, it's it was the worst kept secret. But but we never said Google in our in our office, that's for sure. Yeah, very cool. Luke, thanks so much. Uh, stick around if you can. Folks, we're going to take a, a break for the news. When we come back, Bo Jones uh, from Trade Games uh, will join us. So uh, stay tuned for the news and come on back on 1499.3 KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Educating. Informing. Entertaining the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN, and welcome back to the Thursday edition. We're delighted that you chose to stick around. I know you got a lot of things going on on a Thursday night uh, at the beginning of the year here. So, um, so anyway. Welcome back. Uh, we're delighted. Uh, thanks to Luke Peltz, uh, Vice President of the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, for joining us in the first uh, segment of the show. And, uh, yeah, this is every Thursday, as you know, is the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, you know, we invite the thought leaders, uh, the business leaders, the people that make a difference in the business community. So in just a moment, I'll introduce uh, Bo Jones, CEO of Trade Games and True Built Construction. But uh, I'll, in the meantime, I'll remind you to uh, follow us on X and Facebook. 
uh, you get a little preview of our guests uh, each afternoon, and uh, and we get to carry on the conversation uh, after hours. Uh, and if you miss anything, you can always catch us uh, on your favorite podcast platform, or just go to KLIN.com, scroll down on the Dan Parsons page, and, and find the episode you're looking for. Uh, let me tell you what's coming up. It, it is already tomorrow, uh, the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. So, uh, you know, I know some people do Dry January, and uh, but uh, we, may, we may talk about Dry January tomorrow on the Friday Afternoon Club, but we're not celebrating Dry January. So anyway, as you know, Chef Kevin and I uh, uh, talk about uh, food and drink and what's going on. Uh, in the entertainment industry in the city. And so, anyway, join us tomorrow afternoon for the Friday Afternoon Cup. Johnny, you going to be here? Yeah, yes, I will. I was going to say, we could cheers the people <clears throat> doing Dry January with yes. our drinks. Yes, exactly. No, And I appreciate that. I appreciate, first of all, I appreciate people who do, don't uh, consume alcohol. I appreciate that. Right, I understand I that. And uh, uh, But anyway... Uh, join us tomorrow. We're gonna. I think what uh, we had a little pregame uh, last night. Uh, Chef Kevin and I did uh, at the cigar bar, and uh, that's what we should do. We should get a contract. Tell the sales team, Johnny, we need a contract with uh, the cigar bar so we can do uh, a, a remote uh, from the cigar bar. There you go. Because <laughs> that's where you'll find Chef Kevin and I on on occasion. So anyway, we pregamed, and uh, we have some fun topics uh, to talk about tomorrow so anyway come back tomorrow for the friday afternoon club well it is my pleasure to introduce bo jones uh, ceo of true built construction and uh, uh trade games and we're going to be talking about that and so bo welcome to the dan parsons show thank you dan glad to be here yeah absolutely just uh, step a little there you go step one more step um so yeah, the first time we've met, and I appreciate uh, uh, Luke introducing us, and it's uh, great to have you on board. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Uh, a little bit about my background. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah. About 25 years as Truebilt Construction, we started actually while, while we were in college, around class schedules. So, nice. Uh, very fortunate to have a good group of clients along the way that have supported us and kept us busy, and we have a good team. We have a great team that does amazing projects. So. Very proud of what we've done and what we continue to do in Lincoln and in terms of true built construction and um, my involvement with Home Builders Association and AGC and SCC and all the groups. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it became pretty obvious that we needed a, a workforce solution and that's where the concept of trade games came about and um, so here we are about two and a half years after really? after we had the initial idea we've been building and. Um, pleased with the the launch and the go live so far. We're pretty excited about it. So let's back up a little bit. Uh, so uh, so true built. Uh, you built it from the ground up uh, when you were in college. That's cool. First generation. We actually fun story is uh, we had to borrow tools from our clients <laughs> when we started because we didn't have our own. That's awesome. Yeah, it was that's pretty, awesome. Pretty fun. And they obviously they trusted you to. I mean, because that's no small thing to to loan tools out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I've, I've not been in the construction trade. My, my family, my dad was an auto body tech, and I know the value of tools and how protective uh, craftsmen are of their tools. Oh, yeah. And so that's, that says a lot of the trust that people put in you to borrow tools to start your company. Yep, that was fun. Yeah. So 25 years later, you're, going, you're still here. And, and uh, so what is the industry like now after, what, what have you seen in 25 years in the building industry? Uh, 25 years. So when we started, we were tool pouches on every single day. And uh, my passion is framing. I love wood framing. 
Um, but as you age out a little bit, that becomes tougher to do. Yep. So uh, fortunate that the younger guys on our team have taken that role now, and um, we utilize a lot more subcontractors. Our team overall is a lot bigger than it was 25 years ago, obviously. And we're, we're doing some amazing projects. Our single biggest project right now will end up being a 430-unit apartment complex over about a seven-year span. So wow. we're doing some big stuff. It's wow. not, not just uh, bathrooms and kitchens like when we started. Okay, okay. So. Well, it's a growing city. And, and so primarily uh, Lincoln area? Uh, primarily. We mm-hmm. actually have a little uh, sweet spot out in Red Cloud right now oh. with the Will Cather Foundation. Oh, nice. So we've been out there for six or seven years. No kidding. Out. There's some great stuff going on out there. I'll tell you what. If you've never been to Red yes. Cloud and you've never seen the Will Cather Museum, Put it on your schedule. Make plans to go out and see it. Are you part of the remodel of the hotel? Am I right in that? Okay, that, that is our big project okay. down there right now. It's yeah. the old bank, the old Garber Bank building. Yeah, <clears throat> and the the adjoining building. We're adding a third story to the adjoining building, and it will be a kind of a boutique hotel for the the village of Red Cloud. It is an amazing place. I I'm a cyclist, and uh, I'm ashamed to say the, I'm lifelong Nebraskan. I'm ashamed to say I've only it took me years, uh, but I was on tour to Nebraska a few years ago, and that was one of our stops in Red Cloud, and so I got to spend the night there and in a day. And yeah, it's an amazing community. They're doing some great things down there for well, sure. Congratulations. That's that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. So primarily Lincoln, but we have our little offshoot of of Red Cloud office. So yeah, uh, yeah. But it's fun. Very cool. So family operation uh, uh, or or not are you no, actually uh, just a, a general acquaintance of a friend of a friend and okay um, so we've been in business together um, for for the duration so cool cool yeah. well it, it's an exciting time to be in Lincoln and uh, this city continues to grow I mean I uh, so I live and work uh, in downtown and and so I hear people all the time when they travel uh, down to see me or work associates and stuff it's like and the question always is, how many more apartment buildings do we need in this city? It's like, well, I hope we need a hell of a lot more because uh, people are moving to this city. Yeah, growth is good. Growth is good. And, uh, yeah, it, we, we've got a city that understands that and, and, and the infrastructure needed to continue growth. Uh, it's it's an exciting time to be in this city. Yep. And Lincoln is fortunate to have a lot of very good builders to be able to handle that capacity. Yeah. So it's it's a competitive market, I'm uh, assuming, but yeah, there's plenty of work for everyone. But it's good competition. Yeah. So, uh, which leads me to the question of of uh, of workers, right? That's the biggest question in every industry uh, imaginable. Every single one of them. Yeah. So for the last 25 years, being the president of Truebilt Construction, I've had a front row seat of the emerging workforce. And 20 years ago, it was easy to hire. We had a, a line out of our door, essentially, of students during the summertime wanting to work for us and around class schedules. We always had bodies coming in willing and able to help. And here we are today. I, we don't have that. And our industry is not alone in construction. That's manufacturing. That's accountants. That's, that's a lot of industries, like you said, mm-hmm. is how have we gotten to where we are? The student population's not down. It's there's not a, a million more jobs than there were 20 years ago. Like what's going on? And so, um, with the groups and all the meetings we've been in, we we kind of pinpointed what's going on. And uh, some of some of what's happening is the programs within the high schools and middle schools. They're starting to bring them back for it, but for a while they started taking some of the shop 
yes. shop programs and auto tech programs out yep. of classrooms. Yep. So students were not introduced to those in middle school and high school. That has a direct impact on what career paths they Absolutely. consider if they don't know it exists. So combine that with sports these days for students. It's not three months in the spring or three months in the fall. It's if you're not training year-round, yep. you're not going to make the team. Yep. It's become a lot more competitive. Combine that again with students spend time on their devices. They interact socially on their phones, on their tablets. That's how they interact now. So you have all of these things combined. At the same time, we're taking these courses and this education out of these classes. They just don't know our opportunities exist. It's as simple as they don't know we're there. Yep, yep. So we create trade games. Trade games essentially is a, a social media platform with the purpose of helping students understand what our careers do. And so you're targeting high school, middle school, Primarily college? eighth through 12th grade. Okay. But it does go all the way up to college age, and then it actually goes into a job seeker cool. age group. So there is no upper limit, but it does start at 13 years old. Okay. Um, so yeah, the intent is we built it to have it be a tool in classrooms for students to use where they can go any direction they want. They can search for accounting. They can search for construction, auto tech. They can be a zookeeper. We don't care. They can go whatever direction they want. So the neat thing about what we're doing is as they're engaging in the content within trade games, they're learning from the local businesses. The students need to understand that we have amazing opportunities in Lincoln, Nebraska. Look around. Look at the companies that we have here. We have Duncan Aviation. We have Huddle. We have Lincoln Industries. We have Bison. We have amazing companies here that have great jobs, great benefits that these students need to know about. Yeah. And if they don't know about it and they go and search elsewhere dreaming of this dream job and that lands them in Florida or elsewhere, that's the brain drain that everybody's talking about yep. right now, you can't get them back. It's tough. Or it's a fight to get them back. Yep. So we need these students at an earlier age to understand that we have these opportunities here. How, how do you interact? We've got just a few seconds here before I have to take a break, uh, Bo. But um, how do you interact then with LPS and uh, Southeast Community College? We are at the table in conversation with those groups right now. Yeah. And uh, pleased to say it's going pretty well. Good. So Good. I can't, can't say that we are we're there yet. Okay. But, um, well, let's keep working on that. We're working on. Yeah, that. let's keep let let's all lend you a hand and and do what we can to get your uh, get your foot in the door and make it uh, make it known. Uh, well, hang on, Bo. We're going to take this little break and we'll come back and and finish up. Uh, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. And welcome back to the Thursday edition, the Lincoln Business Roundtable, where every Thursday we invite the business community in to get us up to speed on what's going on in this city and how we're growing this city uh, for business. And uh, so important. And so let me tell you what's coming up tomorrow. It's Friday. We'll kick off your weekend uh, in style like we always do on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, I don't know what we're drinking tomorrow, Johnny, but uh, uh, we'll be enjoying some type of adult beverage and talking about uh, we've got some fun topics to talk about with Chef Kevin tomorrow. So All right. I'm intrigued. 
and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Count me in. Yeah, okay. We'll be here. Uh, and, and you're all invited uh, to enjoy uh, an adult beverage with us tomorrow for the Friday Afternoon Club. So, Or, or, a, or a non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage. You don't have to drink. For the uh, record, they're not all invited in the studio. That'd get really crammed in here. But <laughs> Hey, we've had some Friday Afternoon Clubs with That's a full true. studio. That's true. Yeah. So, so if we invite all the listeners in here, like, I don't even know if I'll be able to run my board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's my delight to welcome back uh, Mr. Bo Jones, CEO of Trade Games and True Built Construction. So Trade Games, Bo, I, you're just showing me uh, the platform on your phone uh, during the break. And what a, what a brilliant idea to engage young people because we all know where they're living. They're living on that little computer in their hands. And uh, so why not meet them where they are? And that's what you've done. That's exactly right. So students are engaging in content in photos and short videos. That's where they're at. It's the TikTok generation. It's the Instagram generation. And if we're not there as industry, we're missing out. Mm -hmm. And during the formation of this, we interviewed a whole bunch of students and parents and educators and guidance counselors. And we got their input. So this generally was my idea, yes. But there have been hundreds of people involved in this. That's cool. It's it's a, the the complexity of this was keeping it simple. It's so easy to get off on a tangent and yeah, think that we have to go down more. this road mm-hmm. and add more. No, keep it simple. Keep it so that it's intuitive for every single person to grab it and understand what it does. So walk us through a typical student. Okay, so and by the way, it's trade games t r a d e g m a z dot com, and you've got a platform, obviously a website, but you also have. Uh, uh, the, the, the app uh, as well. And so so walk us through, I'm a student, I'm exposed to this, I've got a buddy that's on this platform, and so walk us through a typical student and what they do once they have the platform. Okay, so let's assume a student hops on trade games the first time without any clue whatsoever what they want to be when they grow up. And maybe they've heard about being an electrician. So they can type in electrician up in the search bar. And we're going to take them to all of the companies, all of the professionals doing electrical work in their area and out of their area. But we want them to understand what the electrical industry is. If they want to be a veterinarian, then they can type in veterinarian. We'll take them to all of that content, and they can understand what that is. And they're hearing from the pros. They're hearing from the businesses. They're actually doing it. Okay, so it's not limited to manufacturing or construction. It's every industry. Wow. Okay. every industry. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Let me just read. The Career Pathway Network, uh, changing the way students explore careers in every industry with real-world insight from the professionals. That's that's a tremendous idea. That's exactly what we're doing. I I assume there's no competitors? Are there anything like this? Unknown. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're on on an island all by ourselves at this point. Uh, it's, a, it's a new concept. So what we're seeing is a lot of businesses do marketing to get additional business. Sure. They're not marketing to the future workforce generation. Yeah. They're not trying to get right. the students engaged three to five to seven years before you actually need them. So what, what's happening, especially in the construction industry, is if I need to hire somebody at Truebolt Construction, I have to rob from somebody else at this yep. point. Mm-hmm. And that's not a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it, it just especially doesn't. in this culture of shortage of workers in every industry. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a growing <clears throat> city, that doesn't work mathematically. Yeah. You need to start importing people from somewhere. Yeah. 
So our intent is that these students understand from us, they start to fall in love with our businesses. They start to fall in love with, with Bison Industries and Huddle and whatever it is here in Lincoln, so that when it's time for them to make a decision, one of honestly, one of the biggest decisions they'll ever make in selecting a career, that they think about us locally before they start dreaming elsewhere. And, and maybe that brain drain slows down or stops and keeps those students here understanding that, that there's good career opportunities here. Absolutely. You were showing me the app, and so once a student uh, gets plugged in, just maybe walk our listeners through without the visuals of some of the things that they can find and do. Yeah, probably the neatest thing that we're doing for the students is two parts. When the student enrolls their profile, we give them a portfolio, which is a place for them to put their work. So let's say that they've done a project that they want to showcase or they have oh, cool. a, an award or a ceremony that they were involved in. They can showcase that in their portfolio. So that's one half of their profile. The other half of their profile is a resume. So the resume is dialogue boxes which populate everything that you would see on a normal resume. It's everything from a bio to about to everything on a normal resume that you would see. But the most important part of the resume is there are some large icons that identify to that student where they have engaged in the content within trade games. Okay. So our, our sample student is Emma, and Emma, in our example, has spent the most time in the construction industry. So Emma, on trade games, can search anywhere that she wants. She can search some accounting, she can, she can do some construction, she can do anything that she wants, but we are showing her that she is spending the most time in certain industries. Nice. She can then click on that icon, and we're going to take her to the businesses in her area huh. that are specifically doing that. Huh. And she can see all of the names in the construction industry, the, the Cheever Constructions, the Truebilt Constructions, the, the companies in Lincoln that are doing these things. So she can start to think about us first before she starts dreaming about moving to St. Louis or somewhere yep. else. Yep, yep. Well, that's fantastic. And and so fairly new, you said a couple years that you've been at this? Uh, we started, uh, we formed the company March of 21. We started building then, uh, July of 21, and we just recently launched in July of 23. Oh, okay. So um, wow. it's, been, it's been a work in progress, yeah. about two and a half years of, of dreaming, formulating, building, and um, so... And so now you're looking for those partnerships with... Uh, other LPS, other educational institutions that can uh, partner with this and use this app. Yeah, so what we've yeah. identified, we, we are in Lincoln, Nebraska, United States. We are in one of the best school systems in Absolutely. the entire world, yep. period. There's no denying that. What is happening is the school system is somewhat overwhelmed. They're short on staff. They have to hire 100 to 200 people every year to keep their, their staff full. They're dealing with things they didn't sign up for. Yeah. Let's say COVID is one. Yeah. You know, they're they're dealing with stuff that's outside of their normal day to day. So now we have guidance counselors who are supposed to be working with these students one on one individually. They they want to, it's their passion, they just don't have time. Yep. It's it's just they just don't have it. So now we're, us as industry is saying, Hey, why aren't we getting these students introduced to all of these career opportunities? There's tens of thousands of career opportunities. You cannot ask a guidance counselor who is busy as it is to say, hey, can you sit down with every single student and just browse through these 10,000 options, please, yeah. and show that's them all not, of them. Yeah, that's and, not realistic at And all. let them pick one. So Trade yeah. Games is that tool. Trade Games is the tool where a student sitting in a classroom 
at their own pace, their own ideas, their own words, can search for whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Now a guidance counselor can pull up Emma's profile and say, Emma, holy cow, I had no idea you were engaged in construction yeah. or that you were interested in construction. Yeah. Let's help you connect with these people in Lincoln, Nebraska that do construction. Yeah. And maybe that's a job shadow. Maybe that's somebody coming into a classroom. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever it is, we make those connections. Bo Jones, what a pleasure to meet you. Folks, that's the show. Uh, Go enjoy the evening and go do good things. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks.